listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Dreams of living life like rappers do. Bought that new E40 after school. After school. You know, big balling with my home and. My home and. Earl Stevens had us thinking rational. Rational. Back to reality, we poor, ya bitch. Ya bitch. Another casualty of war, ya bitch. Ya bitch. Two bullets in my Uncle Tony head, my Tony head. He said one day I'll be on tour, ya bitch. Ya bitch. That Louis Burger never be the same, won't be the same. A Louis Belt will never ease the pain, won't ease the pain. But I'ma purchase when that day is jerking, that day is jerking. Pull out the churches with Pirelli skirting, Pirelli skirting. Gang signs is out the window, ya bitch. Ya bitch. Hoping all of them a finger, ya bitch. Ya bitch. They say your hood is a pot of gold, a pot of gold. And we gon' Don't crash it with nobody home it goes hollerberry a hallelujah take your poison tell me anyway hey, hey how y'all doing welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and Karen, i love me some kendrick everybody gonna respect the shooter but the one in front of the gun lives, lives forever. forever the one in front of the gun lives forever now i've been hustling all, all day this away that away through canals and alleyways just to yeah. say money trees is the perfect thing that's just how i feel now, now now a dollar might just fuck your main bitch that's just how i feel now a dollar might say fuck them niggas that you came with now that's just how i feel now all right hey let's uh get into the show okay there's a lot of stuff to talk about guys um it's not all bad news hopefully uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black Tips, leave us five star reviews we appreciate it, right takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and we do mean it leave five star reviews okay get up off your ass and leave these five-star reviews okay we love mm-hmm. five-star reviews we have thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners and i want thousands 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 five-star reviews okay mm-hmm. yeah because we know everybody can't might not better put five dollar bills on it but you can put five on it ow mm-hmm. five of them stars we Come want on. that we want that a nickel bag of stars okay <laughs> so yeah make sure you guys leave us five-star reviews um because that is important and we need those mm-hmm. and it lets us know we're doing a good job you guys are out there and it lets other people know about us and it moves us up on the charts and the rankings yeah, we feel appreciated all that stuff man so all right um let's see what else um oh and uh this episode is sponsored um let me see what song should i play we are sponsored by our very sexy sexy sponsor um all right i'll go with this uh adamandeve.com that's right are you guys into free stuff because i'm kind of into free stuff me too okay and we're trying to help you free yourself okay (laughs) free your genitals all over the place uh in the privacy of your own home hopefully but yeah free stuff to help spice up your bedroom adam and eve is gonna give you one item at 50 percent off mm-hmm. when you go to their uh website pick out one item and then enter offer code tbgwt at checkout and that is easy as hell to do it's real simple and y'all. it's rewarding and you guys will love it and you can keep it in the privacy of your own home but in addition to all that stuff they really want to sweeten the pot guys okay like when you add some honey to whatever the dish is all right they just gonna sweeten the pot 
with 10 tantalizer free gifts in addition to half off of that one item you're gonna get a sexy item for whoever wants to use it and then a special gift for the other person that want to use it i say use them both on yourself treat yourself and then i mean ain't nothing wrong being selfish and then a third item for both of y'all and i say if they ain't nobody there then mo for me okay mo for me plus they give you six free spicy movies okay plus free shipping that's tbgwt offer code tbgwt at checkout at adamandeve.com Baby, love this little song. Oh, no, no, never didn't need no words back then. But when you love your genitals, you don't treat them bad, you take care of them with that cold you heard. <laughs> tvgwt all right let's get into the show guys um let's see there's a few things i want to say before we start the show mm-hmm. um one pumpkin spice season is upon us it is now i know what y'all thinking right it's august the goddamn fifth it's still we just came off the record hottest july in recorded history of earth to which i say i understand all that but when I went candle shopping at Marshall's last Friday, I took a picture of it, put it on my social media. They had a rack of pumpkin shit already out. Already out. Day is ready. And we got some incense today and it was pumpkin incense. Them shit smell great. We back, bitches. Okay. Where my basics at? We yes! are back. It's time to get out. It's almost Uggs time, y'all. It's time. Leaves gonna be changing color soon. Okay it's time for the pumpkin spice latte i believe it returns august uh 27th or 25th of this month uh at, at a starbucks so it's time to get basic again okay get, get back your, to basics get your infinity scarves out bitches we back come on it's time okay and i want more people to sign up and join me i last time i know we had quite a few people come out of the pumpkin spice closet mm-hmm. and i would love for y'all to come out and enjoy pumpkin spice uh in 2019 okay another year another time to just get get down to our most authentic basic sales okay stop trying to act like you so sophisticated and sedity and ahead of this pumpkin spice is good okay mm-hmm. will you go uh will you will you go home you know like people say well what pie do you get right okay when it's time for thanksgiving do you get sweet potato pie or do you get pumpkin pie and i say sweet potato pie and they say see that's my point rod pumpkin spice it's nobody likes pumpkin i said you stupid motherfucker there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice pumpkin spice is literally the shit you put in sweet potato pie dumbass google the shit okay now come over here and join us because you just admitted low-key you a huge fan (laughs) come to the pumpkin hive all right the pumpkin patch i think is what we're gonna be called come to the pumpkin patch <laughs> with the rest of us get your infinity scarves and your and your uggs out well i didn't know what no pumpkin and pumpkin spice right they have to call it pumpkin spice for you've been listening to sh- you've been my co-host on this show it just shows how much you don't listen to me because i have brought this up many times on the show but i guess with pumpkin season there's certain traditions and pumpkin <laughs> spice season part of that is re-educating karen again that there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice no no i don't remember nothing um 
at some point black film criticism went from we want black movies to i never enjoyed a black movie with a white person in it i don't remember if i brought this up before but if i did uh good i wanted to bring it up again this is ridiculous come on it's gotten out of control guys you're not woker than me all you niggas have watched a whole lot more white people shit than i did and it shows okay mm-hmm yeah because it's some shit we cover and, and some of y'all be on it and, and and there's nothing wrong with that but you if you look online a lot of niggas be like i don't like nothing with white people in it the lies the lies i'm like these ratings sure do they pretty high y'all the ones that be knowing these these remember the turkey episodes of friends actually no. i don't because i never seen it you liars you dirty dirty liars okay that's why y'all really so mad at lena dunham y'all was watching that show you liars try act like y'all woke now in hindsight please some of my favorite properties was made by white people me too it's okay to admit it sometimes it's fine you don't have to like out black everybody online your movie review doesn't have to be man i hate white people every week it's just predictable (laughs) every week now i gotta now i can skip your reviews i'm like let me guess white people was in it it's a bad movie now right plus i mean listen man far be it from me to tell y'all how to live y'all lives but as a movie critic hey man y'all missing out on some good white good shit i don't know what to tell you man sometimes y'all really be fucking it up for yourselves and i do understand rooting for everybody black and when it gets to mm-hmm. award season you know i don't argue with people online mm-hmm. uh but they always do the like black people always do the like i want the two or three black films to win that i saw this year regardless of if there might be other things that was actually better and i don't argue it because that's what white people have been doing for centuries at this point Correct. Uh, you know over a hundred something however long the academy awards is they've been doing that to us for a long time they don't watch our shit then they go to the award and be like these were the best movies all the white ones coincidentally so i get that people want some get back and all this stuff of course but let me just say man um some of these white movies is good what was that one with uh leonardo dicaprio and the one with the bear i had never watched the that. revenant right everybody raved about it i had never watched. man you watched it i was like god damn that nigga acted yeah it was good as fuck yeah, like it was. i mean it's a lot of stuff though every year you know it's like eh, that's a good ass movie like yes it was a small insular independent like white film but like and then the thing that happens too is once and i'm starting to notice the trends because i now that we review movies i'm starting to notice how people talk about movies mm-hmm. and one of the trends is with like shadow and act and some of these black websites and black critics they don't just say i'm not gonna fuck with this white movie that is getting critically acclaimed it like becomes an attack on that specific movie until we find something problematic about it even if it's something off camera like if it's not the actual movie then who made the movie right and if it's not who, who made the movie it. then what is the family of the person the movie was about think about it it's like if it's not that so it becomes bigger than the movie until we find something we will find it too of course. now we could do this to our same to black movies as well yes you know but we but we we ease off of the criticism you know um you know with spike lee you know he has issues with women in his movies mm-hmm. he had uh but last year a lot of people wanted him to finally get his due so they were willing to be like even though i feel like uh the black Klansman movie is really propaganda blah 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 when it came time to root for the awards they was cutting up hoping that he would win and when he yes. stormed out of the oscars they was like you know yay spike you know and i'm like okay but like there were movies that were good that weren't that movie last year it's okay 
you know when it was black panther it was okay we're gonna keep the energy of black panther has to win all the awards and fuck everything else until the end of the year like every other movie is terrible except for this one so i don't know man it's it's just something i've noticed i don't know if other people have noticed it online with black critics but i also think they're writing themselves in a hole mm-hmm. of like black shit good everything white shit bad right and i, I feel like it's kind of kind of pointless you know especially with the fact that everybody got they like shit that they like that just is good it might not have black people in it but it's good agree it might or you might watch something that has a lot of black people in it and you don't like it and, you, mm-hmm. and it's bad you know like that's a part of equality yeah like like i don't know it's just becoming kind of more about the agendas around movies you know than the movie you know right and then you know uh, a lot of them like to guilt trip people into watching shit and you're like um if i wanted to watch it i would watch it you don't have to guilt trip me into it just because it's black yeah box office a lot of people are obsessed with the box office so it's not just that i like this movie and i thought it was good it's how do i convince other people to go support this movie because i liked it and now i'm playing fucking box office stock market watch with with movies every week you know it's uh well fast color came out y'all niggas didn't go see it i'm ashamed and guilt y'all into seeing it although i won't shame nobody to vote anyway i'm ashamed and guilt y'all into seeing this shit but at the same time it's like okay you could have just reviewed the movie and said it was good you didn't need to go out here and like guilt everybody for not having seen it because you're the same people they always get mad when people don't watch like slavery i mean you always get mad when people say you need to watch this slavery movie you get mad right you mm-hmm. go no you can't guilt me in there you can't make me do this but if you weren't living and dying with the box office and the agenda of it and just going this movie is good for this reason that like uh, and i bet you i'm not the only black person that feels this way mm-hmm. a lot of times you you push me away from what you were selling me right when you're not selling me on the credits of what it is you're not going this is a good movie and this is what's good about it and this is why you should see it and if you just start describing it as black this black that and you know what i mean we need to support brother like now i'm like is this shit even good yep because it's not like if i tell people to listen to my podcast i go don't we need important black voices no i go my shit is the shit you're missing out on a fun time it's your fault like i can't believe you just hate your ears that much yeah and then i'll just decide uh and let's say you are pressured and you do watch it and it was mediocre to i to just trash if you say anything that like you wrong for calling black shit not excellent everything we do ain't excellent y'all that's part of equality that we can make mediocre to average to okay shit yeah i mean and the thing is if it is that like um and also if it's not excellent to you and other people enjoy it let them cook right like that's another thing that people don't do like okay that's what i do you didn't enjoy this tyler perry thing you don't have to like destroy tyler perry you could just be like i don't fuck with tyler perry movies damn you know it could be that simple but anyway um and last thing i want to say before we get into the rest of the show if you've been watching the news and you've seen all the stuff about the debate of course back in the news about gun control and i think this time it resonated even more with people because the killers used like a lot of trump's wording and stuff in their manifestos and screeds and the things that they read online and all this stuff right so y'all you know y'all see it and then you go well these republicans 
they're out here saying uh thoughts and prayers you're in our thoughts you're in our prayers you know mitch mcconnell like a lot of republicans get online and they put out a, a blanket tweet that we all know is bullshit because they're the ones that make sure there's no gun control you know they they still won't pass an assault white re- weapon ban that we literally just had when clinton was in office mm-hmm. right and then they repealed it and yeah. they i read something that they was, let it expire they let it expire oh yeah that's right they let it expire and like gun violence jumped like 400 something percent after that right so um that's easy to dunk on those people right they're republicans it's easy like the you guys love guns more than people blah blah they're not even ashamed of it but there's another group of people that i think is getting a pass that we don't talk about during this time and those are the people that were telling us not to vote they were saying it's okay if you don't feel like voting so how the fuck are you pro-gun control on days like today but you won't go to the polls to support candidates that are pro-gun control isn't that just as empty as thoughts and prayers how's that any fucking different it's the same shit oh we need gun control man we need to get some democrats need to get a backbone and do this okay under obama they tried as much as they could they put the feet to the fire and the thing that stopped that was a lot of republicans being like fuck gun control even with these white kids dying we don't give a fuck and a lot of people go and that's the day i gave up because of the republicans i say no that's not the day i gave up i started feeling like it was hopeless when those same republicans returned to their seats in the subsequent years and they were not voted out now that's when i said okay you guys didn't give a fuck like the voting populace didn't give a fuck because you know everyone thinks that it's just the presidential uh election and the presidential result that everybody's upset about but i'm like nah Mm -hmm. i've been upset since for a long time but Mm -hmm. specifically 2010 on i've been like oh this country don't give a fuck nope just early adopter of yeah yeah yeah. you guys talk a good game you know you love when obama gives flowery speeches but when it comes to showing up at the polls when he said we are the change and shit y'all was like uh we thought you were gonna do all the work so (laughs) good luck nigger and then just dipped out until 2016 right right um so that's kind of the thing what i was thinking about is like if you're talking about gun control but also talking about i don't vote and two sides of the same coin fuck you you just as empty as thoughts and prayers i feel the same way about you and mitch mcconnell about you and paul ryan and all these you know trump and all these motherfuckers that are like yeah you know i'm for gun control but you know i i mean do we really need to i mean i i I mean we need to do something we need to put a ban we need to do this well who's gonna do it you're not gonna just go down to the local 7-eleven and fucking do it you're gonna have to fucking unite politically to make that happen you're gonna have to get candidates that want to see that happen and all these like woke ass candidates that got the best tweets and the most followers are on twitter telling you what hey i'm for gun control we need to pass this those are platitudes until you get into the fucking position of power to make those things happen and how do you get more people on the side of these people who are in positions to help them by voting it's the only fucking way and yet you will see people lose this energy because we have a fucking mass shooting every 15 minutes they will lose this energy by november of this year not just next year 2020 
they'll lose it by november of this year they'll be like oh yeah i'm already over this shit so yeah that's what i kept thinking about yesterday seeing all that shit because it it was some of the same people that's like we're not tough enough with gun laws i'm like what are you talking about it's the democrats fault how like what more do you want them to do right you don't put them in a position of power what more do you want them to do they're filibustering and all this shit do y'all even follow this shit or do you just get on twitter and talk they do and 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 june keeps saying this and i will hop on this most of the american populace does not know basic fucking civics they do not know how the government goddamn works right they don't know that's why they could just say this shit and they think it's cool and you're like bitch it don't work like that yeah it's just so weird to see people we all can agree that republicans are a problem but it's a lot of us in the voting electorate that are a problem too because we talk this shit but then when it's time to vote it's like well you know two sides of the same coin i mean really what's the difference how it's gonna really affect me you know what i'm saying like what they gonna do for me am i getting reparations or something man fuck this shit and it's like okay so then the next school when the school shootings and things escalate school ain't even in yet when when this shit escalates this year where are you gonna be i don't want to see shit from you keep it to yourself you don't you don't really give a fuck keep it keep it like them thoughts and prayers to your fucking self because they just as helpful anyway all right uh let's see let's get into some other news how about this question you have the answer so tell me what i want to know do you want a funk do you want a funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want a funk let me show you how do you want a funk with me do you want to with me oh yeah let's get into some lgbtq news over here uh of course this is where we talk about all our lgbtq fam fam and all the people on the spectrum of sexuality all over the place we talking about y'all right now okay uh <laughs> we're out here trying to spread the word and of course as always with many of our segments not a lot of good news not a lot of good news mm, not it's, a lot of good news pretty pretty shitty world for everyone that's not a white man right now guys pretty not a straight white man it's pretty shitty um and that's what we're gonna talk about let's see here um how about this uh gay man opposes modesto straight pride rally as his adoptive mother 
helps organize the straight pride parade i'll read it again gay man opposes modesto straight pride rally as adoptive mother helps organize it organizers are planning a straight pride rally to be held in modesto park but there is a growing group of people trying to stop that gathering from happening including the gay son of one of the organizers what is uh what's that thanksgiving gonna look like Mm y'all you know and people wonder why uh when people get older uh they be like i'm not coming to thanksgiving i'm not coming to Hollywood. no you can't see my kids and people want to guilt trip you because a lot of people think that you're just supposed to be i'm just gonna keep it real y'all when it comes to parents a lot of people think parents are these, these these people that are not flawed that don't fuck up that don't actually do things to actually damage you and so when you get older you know particularly down south pay respect pay respect okay that's cool that's cool that's cool but i'm an adult now and i'm grown i'm not a child anymore and as an adult i get to pick and choose what i will and will not put up with and particularly if you've been raised up in a situation where you've been oppressed and you haven't been your true self you have the right to be like i'm not going to deal with this and not dealing with this means i'm not going to deal with you and people get in their feelings and they take it personal when people go i don't fuck with my parents you know and i think that everybody thinks that you're supposed to have this unconditional love for your parents but that's not always true for everybody because everybody's situation with their parents are completely different and a lot of times i don't have that unconditional love for you correct you know because they're doctrine. it's a respect thing you know i understand that parents want children to respect them but you have to respect your children too and people don't especially once they become adults and then Come on. like i said they're indoctrinated into this shit too so a lot of times their love for their child can be outweighed by the fucking anti uh gay shit that they've learned their whole lives like um anyway this is a straight pride this is hate pride said matthew mason um his mother his uh adoptive mother is organizing the uh straight pride event uh this is the woman who raised me actively working against my rights as a human being who i am as a person mason told fox 40 said the event put on by the national straight pride coalition is more than just a celebration of heterosexuals uh he words is a platform to divide and incite violence dog whistling the white supremacy that is immediately inciting violence i am afraid of violence happening i don't want anyone in my community to be hurt come on on the coalition's website the group claims to be protecting god-ordained natural nuclear family christian values and the contributions of western civilization on american society oh yeah so it's also white pride because uh that shit always goes together you always find wherever there's one you always find out the cousins are somewhere around yeah yeah racist homophobic xenophobic you know all them phobias they Mm -hmm. all around each other yep um it is again white caucasians who did come to this country to start liberty and gave us the greatest constitution in the world said mason's mother my linda my linda mason said the rally is meant to be a peaceful gathering that actually brings people together Mm. they're looking (laughs) oh man it is again white caucasian so who is it looking to bring together i mean i do believe you're looking to bring some people together Mm kind of like the clan was looking to bring some people together you know the Mm -hmm. the germans was looking to bring some people together if you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. (laughs) why diversity look 
everybody look like me but we diverse though right diversity okay we got brown hair over here we got some blonde hair over here we got some red hair over here we got, we got some, a little bit of curly hair over here we got some dust them some uh, now how tight are them curls okay now how tight are the curls on that hair because we don't have no four c curls Mm-mm. up in here the but we got the bag test and shit we do got some uh you we know we got one you know one c we can deal with that we got all the shades of white okay we got the white white then we got like italian white we got uh, the tanned white right we got uh not the jewish white now y'all mm-hmm. gotta go y'all gotta y'all, go and get out of here we don't count y'all this is this is a straight pride mm-hmm. parade we, but we don't count irish either well we, we used to didn't count irish no niggas allowed at straight pride parade as far as i'm concerned blacks are all gay okay y'all are all gay to me so y'all gotta get the hell on um she said everyone's welcome to attend even members of the lgbtq community hey we need somebody to burn i mean I, the mean, fire did, ain't gonna burn itself did you, okay? mean, did you mean turn on and burn i mean because we're gonna turn on you and we're gonna burn you <laughs> we not look these crosses is not gonna burn all night without mm-hmm. no human fuel so mm-hmm. we invite the whole community out okay we want everybody all right these nooses don't tie themselves if you know no what they don't so they got it we got something to hang them up by uh adding the intolerance doesn't come from their side look us whites the only people are not intolerant it's the gays really uh by the way they make it sound like pride events are intolerant everybody can come to the pride event yes they can they don't like kick anyone out of pride Mm -mm. (laughs) they're not like ew straights get the fuck up out of here like everybody be at the pride events what the fuck yeah the hate is coming from the gays you know how they be doing with the oh. rainbows and the colors and the dancing and shit i remember i was in my high school basketball team and you know everybody was going to the showers and we were all getting dressed and that's when the guys found out that i was straight they saw a poster of a woman in my locker room and uh they kicked me off the team guys you guys know they they, they do not like that. straights okay mm-hmm. the gays said get the fuck up out of here you are off the team buddy all right that's enough of that shit and uh for the rest of the rest of my high school career i was i was an outcast people walk around calling me straight rod oh there's straight rod oh you know him straight and mixed straighter oh hetero get this hetero out of here Ugh, i hate i hate them heteros i was like come on man stop calling me that please and it was like no get out of here it was terrible y'all know how that happened to all of us straights what the fuck <laughs> man it's where privilege is just some shit where you just be like listen equality makes me feel oppressed so i'm gonna need y'all makes me feel up- <laughs> I, I got a hundred percent i won't give you a half of a percent fuck I'm, you i'm gonna need all y'all to get back in the closet because like i'm starting to feel a little claustrophobic with all y'all just you know being free and being yourself i can't mm-mm, appreciate this mm-mm. i don't appreciate you in the vicinity i feel like i need a rally too I, okay y'all had the gay rally i want i want a straight rally okay it's the only way to make this make sense make it even all right <laughs> fucking idiots um uh let's see what else happened um oh laverne cox landed the cover of vogue yay when the september magazine issues hit newsstands you can keep an eye out for one with miss laverne cox the actress made her british vogue cover debut in a project curated by duchess of sussex uh the cover itself featured 15 women in total dubbed the forces for change amongst them are christy turlington burns salma hayek penalt jane fonda sinead burke and more 
um i'm completely overwhelmed and overjoyed to share this cover cox wrote in an instagram post uh, about the opportunity being on the cover of vogue magazine has been a dream of mine since i was a child to get to share this cover with a group of women who inspire me who are truly forces of change is deeply humbling that's it that it's british vogue is even more special to me because british vogue was the first vogue to feature a black model on its cover uh donnell luna in may 1966 uh she wrote american vogue came later with beverly johnson in 1974 thank you so much edward Info and guest editor her royal highness the duchess of sussex for including me yeah i think this is the one that megan um that's what i Markle know. did mm-hmm. so yeah that's dope congratulations and uh still uh getting first uh in 2019 but oh yeah we, we'll be getting brown people gonna get first forever brown people and women gonna be breaking first well this is a trans person first because i think they have had a black person they have had a woman before okay but this is the first uh um i believe openly trans woman they've had on the show ah. on it so congratulations yes break them barriers tear them um, motherfuckers down family values lawmaker resigns ahead of report of gay hookups <sighs> clockwork fucking clockwork man listen not every bigoted ass republican is secretly gay i, mm-hmm. I hate when people do that i think that's actually does a disservice because it makes it seem like being gay is some bad shit that makes you act out um to and do hateful things like this um so that's not true but when one of these motherfuckers is secretly gay it you really do just want to like slap them because it's like you actively work to make it harder for your fucking self like now maybe you wouldn't have got elected if you was out and out gay but or or maybe you feel like you wouldn't have got elected if you wasn't walking around hating on gay people or whatever but like this has to be what the gay version of just a coon ass nigga must feel like right like uh, you just be like like uh, ben carson like how i feel about ben carson gay people gotta be looking at this dude like bro what are you doing what is happening with you right now you can't be on grinder and also talking about family values and a threat to marriage uh to to the sanctity of marriage because gay people want to get married you can't do both mm. yet they do uh yeah he's a family values republican from kenton in northwest corner of the state announced unexpectedly tuesday night he'd be resigning um he told he had to give up his the tendency and he had to give up his seat in the state house of representatives so he could better tend to his business a white squirrel winery we'll see right there he owned the winery so it was uh he also lamented the fact that during his time in the legislature legislature this year he lost the fruit of 135 peach trees uh adding that his son-in-law was recently diagnosed with cancer sanderson said he just couldn't justify the time he'd be sending away in mm, Nashville. Mm-mm. ain't it funny how all of a sudden you got family time like the dude up here all of a sudden he secretly got sick and had to have an operation so then he couldn't rerun all, all you you your, your health was was 100 percent now all of a sudden all these family emergencies and excuses uh i can't remember the name of the politician you're talking about but i know it's the guy who rig- had election rigging mm-hmm. and, and his son came out and was like that nigga did it yeah we covered it on the show a long time ago i'm sorry i can't remember his name i i 
hate to bring up something like this and not be able to give y'all the details i'll try to google it but uh yeah he was a local north carolina politician and yeah uh when he got busted and the police started getting ready to come around it was time for him to go to jail and criminal charges could be fouled he uh suddenly got sick and was like i'm not gonna run for re-election uh you know after this whole election fraud thing i'm gonna just you know i'm so sick right now i need to lay down mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me of when i was a kid and it was like uh you was about to get a whooping up and it's like well if i lay down I try to take a nap first maybe they'll just see me sleeping and leave me alone and it worked like one out of every three thousand times so you know had like <laughs> most a, of the time no had like a one percent chance of working and you know what guys it happened a couple times um adding that his son-in-law was recently diagnosed with cancer yeah that may all be true but a report that came on the heels of sanderson's announcement claims that it's not just a booming wine business and dead peaches that led to the representative to step down millions of peaches peaches for me the, the peaches the peaches didn't cut it uh since he took office in 2011 tennessee state representative bill he sanderson was getting some peaches apparently <laughs> no i don't think that's what it's called oh i don't know <laughs> oh no i thought peach was like vaginas oh peaches. i don't know pe- 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 maybe pe- some gay stuff with peaches too i don't I, know i don't know i just think of, of, of peaches and then booty so i was like peaches. okay you know what valid we do call booties peaches mm-hmm. so he was getting some peaches mm-hmm. since he took office in 2011 tennessee state representative bill sanderson has voted repeatedly in favor of legislation designed to harm the lgbt community during that same time period the 59 year old sanderson has also been openly soliciting sex from much younger men Oh. on, on grinder a gay hookup and dating app both from his home in west tennessee and in nashville gervin did not publish any messages or photos from sanderson on the app although she describes him in detail and cites sources who told her about sanderson's communications and encounters with younger men she also says sanderson denies it all and that he begged her not to publish her story in an interview she also plans to publish oh so then he resigned coincidentally because look if this shit wasn't true you know he wouldn't resign right or she'd have fought that shit to the end republicans fight on all the lies and he was like oh god no she got the pictures and you know what even if they're telling the truth with donald trump fake news like 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 honestly you can fake news yourself right on through it and he said but see when they got them pictures he's new he knew he was like they got no they they definitely got pictures of me with my shirt off let me just go ahead and lead us along it don't matter to some of them oh it mattered oh karen karen he resigned so it did matter oh it mattered to him yes yeah 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 can't 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 take it back on this one uh gervin also reports that local abc affiliate you know what that's what's wrong he cares i guess so i don't know when you when you don't care you be like fuck it well you got resign well the thing is though don't care about what don't care about getting caught being gay as a republican senator or that's a little different okay okay if, if, okay. It, if he didn't care you, about having you. a mistress who had an abortion right. okay but right nigga you gay they don't like you okay i'm I'm with you now that yeah that's a little different fucking women is fine though right yeah okay. yeah it's not that they okay. don't like what you did they don't like you as a fucking concept and you ran on that and campaigned on that you gonna lose you can't just you can't get caught fucking people on grinder and then be like boys their egg on my face guys that was crazy that was what a crazy day that was huh anyway see you in november nah that's it for you not with the the party of we hate gay people and your candid and your fucking platform on your website is like vote for me because i hate gay people you can't fucking do it it's too mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. 
but uh, it's anything else but that anything else he could have he could have fake news his way through it anything but yeah anything was like unless he's married to a black woman i mean i don't know i don't know what else them about the only two things i don't know what else are the death nails anything else you know fucking hookers you know secret marriages and all that you can fake news like maybe if you found a picture of somebody taking a knee before a basketball game you know what i'm saying like oh no senator gotta go he gotta go this motherfucker thing black lives matter you just ask time my shoe you can you can see yeah i mean you know what i'm saying it's gotta it's gotta be something pretty serious yes it's not gonna be this it's not gonna be uh i have a mistress they don't care about that Mm -mm. that's why i was like fake news then you explained it i was like oh yeah that my bad that's one of the few things you can't fake news your way through he was out here sucking dicks he gotta go he got to go i'll tolerate anything but that you know anything that's sad uh this sort of thing is becoming routine for republican supermajority although this year also saw democratic uh representative rick staple step down from a leadership spot post after a sexual harassment allegation um i mean dick's ain't dick is not your friend uh the kenton republican resignation came on the same day as house republicans decided on a nominee to replace speaker glenn casada who announced his own resignation from the post in the wake of a scandal involving racist and sexist text messages. jesus christ fuck the country start over control out delete it we really need the aliens to come and do what white people did to america but to humans <laughs> just the race just t- just start over just be like you know what we colonize this shit it's ours now y'all did not know how to do this right uh let's see um what else happened oh mario lopez apologizes for ignorant and insensitive anti-trans remarks following an outcry on social media over his anti-trans statements access hollywood host mario lopez had apologized for assertions he made on the candace owens show in june where he called it dangerous for parents to support their transgender children the comments i made were ignorant and insensitive and i now have a deeper understanding of how hurtful they were lopez said in a statement uh was reps it to the advocate i have been and always will be an ardent supporter of the lgbtq community and i'm going to use this opportunity to better educate myself moving forward i'll be more informed and thoughtful owens a star supporter of donald trump began the conversation about trans kids on her show by saying it was weird that celebrities like charlize theron uh child are picking their gender lopez says i'm kind of blown away too i've never i've never wanted to tell anyone how to parent their kids obviously and i think if you come from a place of love you really can't go wrong but at the same time if you're a three-year-old and you're saying you're feeling a certain way or you think you're a boy or a girl or whatever the case may be i just think it's dangerous as a parent to make this determination it's sort of alarming i just think about the repercussions later on lopez went on to conflate gender and sexuality when you're a kid you don't know anything about sexuality yet you're just a kid um yeah and i I listened to uh firestarter when they talked about it and they you know to me sound a little like kind of defensive of him you know to be like well you know he he fucked up and you know he it is true he don't know you don't know what's going on at three kids don't know enough about themselves and stuff and i get all that um but to me i feel like he fucked up going on the candace owens show in the first fucking place that ain't the place for that discussion anyway not that show what the fuck would be the point of that you know what i mean like and it's is weird to me to then kind of like want understanding when you own a platform or a place that's about not having understanding nothing candace owens does is out of the goodness of her heart or well-intentioned or any of this shit what the fuck is he even doing over there 
how is that not the first question out of everybody's mouth before you get to if he's transphobic or not the conversation took place on troll.troll.troll.com <laughs> and y'all really sitting over here trying to have this discussion it's not you can't do it there if he was on tommy lauren's show i feel the same fucking way there's places where you can talk about this shit in earnest with people that actually give a fuck and then there's people looking for a viral soundbite that will set your celebrity ass up because you ain't coming there thinking about this shit and y'all this- did no preparation guarantee that she just randomly like got this bitch that's i guarantee you she got him because i don't even got to be the one to say it if i say the crazy shit no one gonna think about candace Owens says the crazy shit news at 11 nobody cares but if i get him to say it now people are like oh it's candace Owens show where's that at let me go find this clip let me listen to the whole episode so i get the context she winning you know the breakfast club does the same thing like these viral moments is more important than the conversation so of course the conversation is problematic it's coming from fucking problematic.com <laughs> come on man and i don't care about his apology or not i mean it's not for me to accept or not accept mm-hmm. it's not talking about me and i honestly to be to be fair i don't know and straight people don't have all the answers and non-trans people don't have all the answers and i'm sure the trans experience is unique and varies per individual just like being straight or not straight or gay or whatever it's not all just you know broad stroke just it's all the same for everybody all the time even if you're straight it's not the same for everybody Mm -mm. we don't fucking know there's straight people that don't have sex until they fucking get married right there's 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 40 year old virgins and shit right we don't none of us has the blueprint for what is the exact right thing at the right moment you do the best you leave like you say you leave with love you do the best to accommodate your child and to show them that they're supported and you also want to protect them from the world right so i I understand that these are difficult choices I've, i've been around kids that are trans you know i've been around kids obviously been around straight kids been around kids that are gay Mm-hmm. and they knew right like they knew way they knew we all knew like we were sitting there like that mm-hmm. motherfucker is gay that's mm-hmm. like that's like that like not motherfucker we, we wasn't saying motherfucker but you know it's like okay that yeah. little that little kid is gay like we know it's fine like you know um and i understand we're not parents Mm-mm. and so one of the things i think non-parents do a lot of cases is we start judging people um for either their shortcomings or the way they handle things but they have a different reality than i have right i don't have to live with the consequences or repercussions of anything a parent does today child like it's not my i don't have some uh some little kid growing up that's gonna resent me later and be like you handled that terribly right or you did a great job and i understand that these relationships are complicated right there's mm-hmm. there's a spectrum of parenting too there's a straight part the straight pride rally mama right there's the straight pride rally mama on one end right, of the spectrum right and then you got the mama that hugs uh people at the parades because their parents was like i don't want nothing to do with you yeah which parades the uh the uh gay parades the pride parades pride parade, sorry yeah. not not gay parade but pride parades they were mothers out there that was actually hugging people who right. kind of wish their parents would accept them she was like i i will be your 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 uh, your adopted mama so i can accept that it's challenging we don't have all the answers i think it's funny when they call it, point out celebrities doing this because of all the people that have insulated like ability to protect their children celebrities are a little bit different so charlize theron wants to you know says hey my my child is saying hey i want to wear a dress today 
and that's the end of the discussion put on the dress and we can go out and do whatever the fuck we want yeah it might be a little different for Charlize Theron because her kids ain't gotta worry about going to public school with the rest of these motherfucking ignorant ass chaps like that 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 world might be great for that child what no matter what happens with that child that child could grow up and be whatever the fuck they want to be and hopefully they will have had the tools and the affirmation and the love that helps you know what i mean right you just hope as a parent just hope that you get it right (laughs) the other thing i think people don't understand because we can only think with our like straight perspectives on Mm -hmm. this or our cis hats perspectives on this or our cis gender perspectives on this most of the time we just think how we grew up right we're like i knew i was blank at this time i never questioned it and society just fulfilled me in that way right hey you're gonna like girls when you grow up you're gonna be a heartbreaker you're gonna do this well yeah of course i don't think about it as conditioning i don't think of i just think of it as affirmation but then what if i wasn't straight what if i was trans then i'm not getting the affirmation because they are literally telling me the opposite Uh, you're gonna be a heartbreaker you're a handsome boy you're this so now we don't fucking know and and also the big uh elephant in the room a lot of this stuff changes throughout people's lives they might feel a way at one age and at another age you're like that's not who i am anymore you know some things might actually be a choice hey you know what i choose to be a lesbian none of it's our fucking business really but i understand it's different when you're a parent when you're a parent i'm responsible for this person's life their protection their well-being i'm doing my best to like help them lead a life where they don't stick out too much and end up being ostracized picked on and i think parents are afraid like you're this is a life you're responsible for right and there's there's like this fear that has to take over right because innately you do know that lgbtq kids are much more likely to die by suicide Mm -hmm. and much more likely to be bullied and ostracized and sexually assaulted and shit so you do try to oh well maybe i i'm so panicked i'm so scared i'm just gonna try to get my kid to just pretend to be straight as long as fucking possible you know and so you end up damaging your kid trying to protect your kid yeah it's almost like you be like oh oh my god you're a double negative quote unquote you're black and you're gay you're black and you're queer you go you're black is a problem enough but did you it's almost like and, and that's I, if you're talking about just black people right though. mario lopez i mean he just seems to be talking about trans kids in general right you know like just, so that's just anyway my point is to be this i'm not trying to say this on some like let me come down on mario lopez for Mm-mm. for his moment of uh that's for somebody else to do that actually mm-hmm. has much more experience in writing and knows how to like write things to say i don't know all the right and, and, and things terminology to say. yeah whatever i i just don't know all the right things to say and i haven't lived this experience and i haven't had a child that is trans Mm-mm. i don't like i would hope that in this complicated messy ass world the fact that you love and support your child um would enable you to, and listen to your child hopefully would enable you to like help them through this life right mm-hmm. that's that's what i feel like parents go roles are to do like that's but i also understand that you know we put labels on kids because it's convenient to society at such a young age we don't fucking know what the kid is gonna be none of us so you just start uh, i guess we're getting them blue because he's a boy you know what i mean i guess uh give him a basketball see what see what he do with that like it like we're all just fucking guessing we're all just fucking messy ass machines we don't fucking have like none of us fit neatly into these categories but we try to sort it out right away you know 
and we haven't definitely haven't progressed enough as a society where we're going to have this genderless existence for kids until they decide Mm -hmm. what they're going to be at least not now maybe a century from now you know but this shit is still not really uh there's not enough people pushing for that and not enough people who are willing to let go of all the traditional genderized like language and norms and shit that we have and and it's hard too like you know i know that shit that i'll I'll probably i'll die and never be able to completely get it out of my brain because i just i was this way in my brain for 40 years right and i'm trying to be like okay let me just stop saying this program yourself but but it's difficult you know so i can i see why society has a problem with all this shit but yeah to to turn around and say it's dangerous for parents to affirm their kids at that age i think is a little misleading and then the, the the whole like sex and sexual orientation being this like same thing we it's not you know no no more than you telling your straight son he's gonna be a heartbreaker or a ladies man and he's fucking three no more than you doing that is you affirming some uh, your child and being like you can wear a dress you can uh you know okay you want to play sports that typically we associate with boys you can do that there's no like like i don't know it's just kind of it's just kind of ridiculous how it gets into like so much fear right away and we skip right past like the love and shit so um but anyway before we get to all that why the fuck are you on candace Owens show that was the biggest question like how many people gotta go on these stupid ass shows and end up being in a controversy for we were like mm, counting your fault for going on the show yes i'm victim blaming mario lopez get the fuck off of that show what are you doing you actually have a career do you not like money you don't like the easy street of just being the nigga on every tv in every hotel like you have it made <laughs> what are you even doing no one cares about your opinion on this shit dog you own entertainment tonight to interview uh, whoever got a movie coming out the fuck did you want to adventure into this for what the fuck and then and the fact that people are transphobic enough to be on some it don't matter that he was on candace on show you let that nigga have said some racist shit y'all will be the first ones to be like he's on this coon show talking about this coon shit come on now you know you know people gotta be better than this stop going on these stupid ass shows the fucking candace Owens do for mario lopez are you gonna get more retweets like you're you're, you're already mario lopez what are you doing just an on go man all right uh last story mom credited with inventing gender reveal parties begs people to stop oh shit well what happened jenna carvonitas a los angeles blogger who was credited with creating the gender reveal party now wants to trend the end according to a post she put on facebook she was expecting her first child in 2008 decided to have a party the party was covered by bump magazine uh she was interviewed and then she says i just spread from there i've felt a lot of mixed feelings about my random contribution to the culture she said it's just exploded it just exploded into crazy after that literally guns firing forest fires more emphasis on gender than has ever been necessary for a baby in a decade since uh the popularized trend it has traveled all over the world including australia where a gender reveal party took a dramatic turn as a car used to spew blue smoke suddenly ignited oh (laughs) yeah yeah um 
i have we have all seen these like gender reveal fails right yeah they all don't end well someone made a big forest fire in like arizona mm-hmm, had to pay for that shit yep yeah then they, then they got jail time tried to lie over it i don't think he got jail time oh, okay I don't, I don't think he got jail oh, he time. might not have but i think he was a police officer and he escaped jail time but it was like a million dollar fine or some shit he ain't never gonna pay that Mm-mm, he's gonna die on that money um but yeah this is ridiculous who cares what gender the baby is she said i did at the time because we didn't live in 2019 and i didn't know what we know now that assigning focus on gender at birth leaves out so much of their potential and talents that have nothing to do with what's between their legs yep and uh i feel like the cat's already out the bag on this one they ain't gonna stop doing these gender reveal parties Mm-mm. and you know what and it got to a point now when you have a baby people look like something wrong with you if you don't want to have one you but I, I i don't want to have that and people like you got to no i really don't have to if i don't want to and it's like a i guess maybe a extra so okay uh, we don't have it Mm-mm. so are these replacing baby showers or in addition to baby showers some people have both i don't know so because like you know part of a baby shower normally is we know what the sex of the baby is mm-hmm. or whatever and so people buy you things oh. that support that yeah, according to the chat room it's in addition to so that's why they doing yeah, it's, it's a gimmick yeah it's, it's, it's so it's, it's just an extra some extra, extra gifts party. Mm-hmm. oh nigga mm-hmm. you won't catch my black ass like that that's why they doing it that's why they won't let it go they try mm-hmm. to act like it's some principal shit mm-hmm it's i mean now i have heard and i do like this approach to it i, I mean like i said i'm not a big i i've never been to a gender reveal party i don't care one way or the other mm-hmm. i'm you know whatever but i did hear somebody where people were like these are dangerous it's you know what if your child is trans what all this stuff and i i, I hear them and the person responded well if my child is trans we having another gender reveal party when they come out to the family because we gonna be the kind of family that love and support them and i said now you know what i do think that's valid because at least you get two parties okay two uh so you get double the parties double the fun right, and, 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 the second and i don't give a fuck if i'm 45 i want my party and the second one you will be here to actually remember because a lot of times you know the gender reveal op- is before the the uh uh, your child is born okay or the child is born so at least somebody said it's not supposed to be gifts so wait y'all go to a gender reveal and nobody even gets shit that's even worse the cake cupcakes like you, you're the one actually giving the gifts so you do a gender reveal party to give people shit but you yeah, don't yeah, get to, shit yeah, to show the colors that's the dumbest shit i ever heard in my life is that for real Makes sense. Some people actually mix them. Yeah, some people mix them. They are mixed um, at the baby shower. Nah, just y'all depends. better get some up. Listen, I'm not saying I'm for these gender reveal parties. I do think they're kind of stupid, but I don't care either. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody did one, okay, that's fine. Um, but um, I hope y'all are getting something. Hope y'all not doing these and not getting shit because that's even stupider than than doing them and getting shit. Like just at least get some like at least you could justify with like listen we did gender reveal and we got like 47 dollars worth of pamper so uh you know hate me if you need to but my baby gonna be peeing in the in the right pamper for a while that that that's gonna be me you know i ever have a baby i'll be like uh yeah all i want is diapers and baby powder that i can handle everything else yeah i'll just lost a lot of respect for people if they not getting shit go y'all better on, get go some on shit. my wish list 
that's the dumbest shit i hope y'all getting something anyway all right um let's get into the rest of the news um <laughs> ohio state representative candace keller blames mass shootings on obama drag queen advocates and marijuana that comment makes no sense at all she took to facebook to express her belief that after every mass shooting the liberals start the blame game why not place the blame where it belongs and then blamed everything but guns and uh you know white supremacists yeah yeah that's why i say nothing's going to change the breakdown of traditional american family thank you transgender homosexual marriage and oh wait hold on after every mass shooting the liberals start the blame game why not place the blame where it belongs the breakdown of the traditional american family thank you transgender homosexual marriage and drag queen advocates fatherlessness a subject no one discusses or believes is relevant the ignoring of violent video games the relaxing of laws against criminals open borders the acceptance of recreational marijuana failed school policies hello parents who defend misbehaving students disrespect to law enforcement thank you obama hatred of our veterans thank you professional athletes who hate our flag and national anthem the damn congress many members who are openly anti-semitic the culture which could totally ignores the importance of god and the church until they elect a president state office holders who have no interest whatsoever in learning about our constitution and the second amendment and snowflakes who can't accept a duly elected president did i forget anybody the list is long and the fury will continue so that's what you get after three white supremacists shooting up people in 72 hours um everyone's fight except uh let me see if she knows nope did not see white supremacists on here or anything about access to guns so if you guys are uh playing bingo yeah also i think somebody might have got bingo because she went she hit all the cold words uh, all right uh also um this pseudoscience of blaming video games when like actual scientists have said it has nothing to do with this shit Mm -mm. i fucking hate that pop culture science like i already have a problem with video games let me blame mass shootings on this shit like what we have the fucking they write manifestos dog they what more evidence do we need they hate women they hate brown people they tell you and you be like i don't know what do they mean and they have access to guns you think niggas don't play these call of duty games right you think it's only white supremacists that play these games everybody plays fucking games it's billion dollar industry the video game industry you know uh i saw someone on twitter that said like this is like blaming candy crush for starting diabetes yeah like <laughs> what are you doing leave that shit out of this ridiculous that's hilarious it's bad enough when republicans do it but whenever i see like a well-meaning liberal person like maybe we should look into this no the fuck we shouldn't we have looked into it and you know it's not the fucking problem you know mental illness is also not the problem no it's like stop deflecting well i mean we need to look into mental illness or what 
Look, so every mentally ill person is out here killing somebody everybody that mm-hmm. got a mental health issue is killing people no stop working backwards from the fucking problem and just go with what the fuck they telling you i hate niggers and i hate bitches and i got a big ass ar-47 or whatever the fuck we call this shit and i'm, and I'm killing people use, right i got an ak-47 ar-15 37 magazines uh body armor and i hate niggers and uh and uh but it really was call of duty it was really a call of duty was where i said i'm gonna shoot everybody up it was uh i remember it's call of duty too okay get the fuck out of here uh r kelly facing new sex crimes charges in minnesota over 2001 allegations wonder what video game it was that led him to down the wrong path guys mm-hmm. he played a little too much leisure suit larry get the fuck out of here man anyway i love it oh nothing that nothing just cooks my bacon just fries my bacon like seeing another charge against r kelly ain't it the best <laughs> oh it's so good ain't it i hate i hate it for the people that's on the opposite side of this because oh i start smiling every time i report every one of them too like i almost <laughs> didn't i almost didn't report this i was like i mean he getting accused of another one i mean is it even news and i thought to myself oh i love to tell the people hey listeners it seems like r kelly is in some more trouble mm, 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 mm. this time in minnesota what it got the p-hive yeah the p-hive is gonna be upset shout out to mr span uh but yeah the he's facing sex crimes in minnesota too mm, 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 mm. get his ass they gonna fuck around and catch him in all 50 states what the fuck is happening here officials from hennepin county attorney's office announced the charges on monday some might say aren't you piling on attorney uh, court county attorney mike freeman said well frankly minnesota victims deserve their day in court come on yes they do also some niggas need to be piled on okay if i could i would ask the only reason i'll ask kamala harris to hop out of the democratic uh primary is to prosecute r kelly that's it you know i don't have no problems with her just go ahead and can you get this nigga too? fry him up uh gotta go gotta go <laughs> oh shout out to uh my people that remember that bit mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened oh man it's sad chance the rapper sad y'all so chance the rapper who was recently awarded with the humanitarian award at the bet awards in los angeles mm-hmm. uh he is um being like kind of uh hip-hop's uh i don't even know what you would call him like people celebrated the fuck out of him two three years ago mm-hmm. like he was he was kind of like that dude like he was independent he had done mixtapes he had an official album out um and uh this is his first time putting out an actual studio album and it didn't do well it's called the big day and uh people liked him because he was like a breath of fresh air he was a very positive rapper from chicago he was churched up you know i remember people talking about how much they loved that album and the the church vibes and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know what happened but at some point people was kind of like i'm sick of chance you know like i like i still remember i just seen him doing positive things it was just like keep being positive and i kept it trucking yeah i still remember uh because i never was a huge fan of him after 10 day 10 day i was when i was like yo i fuck with chance and then uh i think he came out with his album and i didn't really get into it as much as everybody else did but i do remember everybody being into that album i wasn't into it like that but i remember like 
it was a high percentage of people that fuck with that album Mm-hmm. um and i and i and i wasn't like i thought it was whack i just literally Mm-mm. just he wasn't my cup of tea so i didn't listen it wasn't like i thought oh my god what a terrible album um anyway he put out his new album and this is like an actual his first actual official album and it didn't do well it got very bad critical reception uh this dude nf is the number one album in hip-hop right now so he didn't even get number one album that week um and uh he was tweeting he said i'm getting this crazy feeling that people want me to kill myself Hmm. that's not my vibe at all but i feel the push and i feel like even more than that some people want me to feel ashamed shame is heavy yo and feeling shame for something that you were once prideful about is super heavy um social media pressure real y'all he went on to to check people in his life who have checked in on him i mean thank him he said the number one thing that has been on my heart has been the been reaffirmed in the last week that i'm now 100 percent sure of is that i love my wife he wrote before reiterating the fans that he did not have that suicidal thoughts i just want to reiterate that i don't want to kill myself nor am i ashamed to love my wife i think i just wanted to say out loud that i see the vibes while chance did specifically clarify which vibes prompted his twitter thread the rapper's new album has received mixed reviews with some critics suggesting the 22 song release is a step down from the previous efforts his wildly praised mixtape acid rap and coloring book yeah coloring book that was the one yeah everybody loved that right i thought everybody loved it from my understanding i don't know see like it's also that twitter thing where people do that revisionist history it's like no one ever was feeling this nigga i'm like that's not true not true at all that's not true guys anyway um it made me think about though like i I feel sad that he feels that way Mm -hmm. and you know maybe perspective and stuff and when you when you are used to getting like pretty rave reviews and then have people turn around and be like not this way even if it's valid even if it's true it still hurts to be like i thought i was putting out hot shit and y'all don't fuck with it no more you know um and a lot of uh a lot of the criticism have been about how he talks so much about loving his wife and shit which i think is funny because for so long people have complained like these rappers be married and shit and then rapping their videos about fucking bitches and mm-hmm. hoes and all this shit and so he put out an album he's like i love my wife i'm not cheating i'm a good dude they and she makes me happy that. people's like yeah nah nigga we good go they back to please talk about bitches please <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry you don't have any groupies yeah, you don't yeah. know yeah, track much as people talk about it you know being uh misogynistic and shit like that you know them the same people that will claim that then turn around and be like ah that's not what i want really want it yeah so he's been taking some hits man it probably sucks i know um mm-hmm. lizzo was uh she had talked about like there was a person that gave her a bad review and she was on twitter talking about it like because they're real fucking human beings people have a tendency to forget that yeah and this stuff does affect them right you know i think everybody thinks these people get famous and they ain't never look at their mentions again but th- that's not how that happens no and like i said uh, we've talked to kind of talked about this before but that that that's the thing that kind of frustrates uh me because i don't know what the magic number is but a lot of people have a magic number and once you get past whatever that magic number is people just feel like they can just do anything and say anything to you and you're just supposed to take it because you're quote unquote supposed to be above it all but they're human beings too yeah so i don't know maybe the shit wag i I haven't listened to it but Mm, i haven't either 
if it's you know whatever it's if it's just more of his evolution of chance the rapper the you know him growing up in this now he's kind of on this marriage and i mean he was always on this religious shit so i guess i wouldn't be surprised but Mm -hmm. you know i was listening from afar so i don't know why i don't know what happened anyway uh hope everything goes gets better with him because same i don't never want nobody to feel that way Mm-mm. you know I don't, no not, not nobody i don't ever want somebody to feel that way over like what i think about their music or something right. you know and who knows what kind of ignorant shit people say on twitter mm-hmm. that he may have seen that's right because that's the thing nobody ever checks the mentions and i will continue to say this everybody act like when people say shit they go that ain't real you don't ever check the mentions like a lot of times people say shit and because they're not the ones putting it out there they just assume that nobody is no check the mention check the replies thousands of replies of nonsensical bullshit that that um you know you'll never see right um all right let's get into uh fucking with black people guys let me get my fucking with black people music out we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fuck with the wheel sign point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 all the way up to jacaris uh for how much we feel fuck with by these articles all right today's contestants everybody all right let's see who we got here um baton rouge police chief apologizes for hiring officer who killed alton sterling that's not it's not something you look at on a resume and go maybe not here then nobody cares uh nobody can do a google search yeah i i don't understand how you you know in hindsight uh yeah officer blaine salamone uh killed sterling back in july 2016 sterling's death sparked outrage as well as protests run from the black lives matter movement we are sorry baton rouge i want to apologize to the family of Alton sterling also to his kids said chief paul uh according to cnn affiliate wafb we're sorry because he should have never been hired and while we obviously cannot change the past it's clear we must change the future i sincerely apologize for the actions of the past and the role that our profession has played in the building the barriers and community color in baton rouge what is he up for re-election what the fuck is happening Mm-mm. oh motherfucking 100 you just hope nobody would have seen it somebody did so now you gotta backtrack because y'all knew you can't tell me with certain cases you just don't know no oh, i think what he's saying is we should have never hired the officer in the first first place before he killed alton sterling uh, yeah he joined the wait 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 a minute okay bears in community so paul joined the department january 2018 uh, march 2018 state officials determined it would not press charges against the two officers involved in sterling's death claiming their actions were justified however only days later the department dropped salamone for his first from his position for violating force policies in the shooting of sterling paul announced on thursday the department reached a resolution that banned salamone from working for the force forever 
mayor sheriff western broom says salamone also wouldn't be getting paid in the resolution first let me say i stand behind our officers men and women who put their lives on the line every day to serve and protect our citizens western broom said however our department no longer has room for individuals who can't live up to its high standards or have shown a pattern of unprofessional behavior Leo Hamilton, an attorney for the Baton Rouge Police Department, said Thursday that Salamone had a history of misbehavior prior to Sterling's shooting. Oh. What became apparent from all the evidence presented to the chief was that Mr. Salamone had a propensity for acting outside the standards established by the BRPD for commanding the temper and use of force. Oh, okay. For commanding the temper and use of force. So he was already angry and out of control and shit. Mm-hmm. And it escalated until he killed this black man. Hamilton said Salamone would often abuse his power of authority by physically and verbally assaulting individuals with the use of profanity and excessive force. CNN reports that another officer explained that if Salamone wasn't stopped, he could kill someone. So they, so they knew he was a loose cannon the whole time. And after he killed out and certainly like, oh yeah, we should have never even hired this nigga. Okay. Um, and I guess this chief is a new chief so he wasn't there he wasn't he had nothing to do with this dude getting hired and when he got the job the the discipline happened on his watch but not the and not the discipline but the judgment Mm -hmm. happened on his watch but not the actual crime Mm -hmm. and then he fired the dude anyway without pay hmm that's interesting huh or like you coming in going oh shit what the fuck is this yeah actually i want to i want to say 75 for me i'm gonna say 75 all right you what'd you say 100 jacars i can't remember oh i didn't give a score i was just listening to you uh finishing off the story uh yeah it's still get 100 because it's the system at large to me yeah but i do kind of understand his perspective he was like well the shit happened before i came i'm here i made sure he didn't get paid afterwards but it's one of those things where it's like for us is like this happens again and again and again and again i'm glad that something happened you know but it's still one of those things where the system at large is just a fucked up system yeah where if the system was functioning he would have never got hired yeah cop not going to jail you know and of course this guy said we should have never hired him but let's see what happens on your watch you know that's how it always is one of these motherfuckers gonna do some wild shit on your watch and it will be somebody you hired eventually what are you gonna do uh black women can no longer afford to say broken black men uh this is on madamnoir.com i do not know how to pronounce her last name uh, i will try her first name is ara a-r-a-h and it looks like eloa bogichuku i hope i pronounced that right bogichuku um i struggle with the title of this article i considered the polarity of the words i intended to use and thought that maybe just this once the situation called for a disclaimer but the more i allowed the piece to manifest the more i felt the title needed to be as raw as reality uh as raw as a a reality not for the sake of luring readers with consciousness camouflage is controversy but because i'm no longer in the business of coddling people from their truth especially black men the truth is that black women have lived in a perpetual state of fear and fantasy with black men for a very long time black women have had have long carried an unyielding sometimes unexplainable loyalty to black men even when that loyalty has cost us our lives and although black women have all but verbally committed to being a refuge for black men's ruins for the sake of our survival we can no longer afford to do so women like sadie roberts joseph activist educator community organizer who dedicated her life to serving the african-american community through the veins of her second home baton rouge louisiana come to mind miss sadie championed 
for her community starting a non-profit organization community against drugs and violence uh cdav uh to further reach the uh further the reach of her youth advocacy her most impactful contribution the baton rouge odell s williams uh now and then museum of african-american history the first and only museum dedicated to the preservation uh, preservation of african and african-american history in the city uh when police identified the body of the beloved community leader stuffed into the trunk of her vehicle and abandoned just three miles from her home the community jumped at the assumption that miss sadie was targeted for her fight against white supremacy and systemic injustice it made sense that people she targeted with her activism would make her the target of their violence it didn't make sense that she would fall victim to the very people she risked her life to serve yes this is the woman that i told y'all i read the article and everybody was like y'all need to talk about this these white people they kill an activist from ferguson and now they killed this woman and i said let's just chill let's wait a few days let's see what what the police say let's see what the arrest looks like let's see what the autopsy look like because we knew someone right whatever happened yeah we obviously she didn't like put herself in the trunk and die so what happened because a lot it's easy to rally around this like we gonna get the white people shit but uh it's not as easy when the calls coming from inside the house Mm-mm. according to a study by the violence policy center nine out of ten black women murdered by men are murdered by men they know in instances where the relationship could be determined 91 percent of black female homicide victims knew their killers miss sadie being no exception to that statement black female homicide victims were almost often killed were also most often killed during the course of an argument or disagreement like mary unique spears 27 year old mother of three who was shot and killed outside of a funeral reception in detroit after arguing with a man who became enraged at her refusing his advances black women are killed by black men at a rate three times higher than that of white women killed by white men let me read that one again not our first time talking about this on the show mm-hmm. but let me read that again because i know it sounds unbelievable but you can look it up yourself black women are killed by black men at a rate three times higher than that of white women killed by white men and while white men appear to be the standard black men measure their behavior against like when conversations about r kelly turned to pity parties about how white men get to be pedophiles with impunity this particular comparison seems to never make the docket Mm-mm. not only do black women find themselves being killed by men they know but most often by men they've extended themselves to by men who've come to them after exhausting all other resources having the expectation that these women will meet their needs in some empathetic way men like ron jermaine bell 38 years old convicted child rapist who served a seven-year sentence in connection to the aggravated rape of an eight-year-old girl as a registered sex offender fits offender with restrictions on where he could live work and socialize bell relied on the existential goodness of people who to overlook his crime and recognize his humanity uh his humanness humanness sorry uh had it not been for miss sadie allowing bell to rent an apartment in one of her properties bell would have likely struggled to secure housing while branded by his scarlet letter but miss sadie chose compassion if only that same luxury had been afforded her what miss sadie and many black women fail to realize is that you cannot help people who are committed to hurting whether that's hurting other people or hurting themselves black women are socialized to see mistreatment from others as an obstacle not an omen we're raised seeing our brothers and cousins coddle through their dysfunction while we receive tips on how to best cope with it later we create generations of black women who feel obligated to repair broken black men so much so that many uh see self-preservation as abandonment or disloyalty 
so much so that we will continue to implore one another to hold a black man down even if that means we're held down in the process just so we can brag on our unwavering unrequited support support that has garnered us nothing in return Jacqueline Smith, a 54-year-old electrical engineer, supported her 52-year-old husband of four years, Keith Smith, despite his string of armed robberies that cost him 12 years of freedom and earned him a felony conviction. She supported Smith and his adult daughter financially, according to the family, providing him with a very lavish lifestyle. And in December 1st, 2018, when Keith stabbed his wife to death in front in the front seat of her vehicle, he will point out to that very same generosity as the cause of her death, misleading the public to believe Smith was killed while giving money to panhandlers i remember that story too that was another one i was like i'm not covering this because it doesn't make sense like yeah just she was giving money to a random random panhandler and they just killed her for no reason it's like okay i mean yeah i understand y'all want to roll with the first thing y'all see but this shit don't make no fucking sense you wait a few you know a couple weeks in that case and then it's like yeah so uh he killed her you know i hate that i hate this shit i hate this shit you know i hate to even have to feel that way to be like i hope this woman did die by some random coincidence i hope it was not a man within the proximity of her life that just ended her life on some bullshit but it happens all the time you know i and you know people think that and i know a lot of them specifically point to me you know i do pick the articles on the show and i'm a black man so i know a lot of people feel like a level of betrayal or some shit for me as a black man that i'm not you know one of the why if if if, if harvey weinstein get the right people then why can't bill cosby it, because i'm not one of those black men um it's like i'm betraying us or some shit but i'm not i love us i love us enough to look at us and say we can do better than this shit this is terrible and it is an epidemic it is a problem now anecdotally she could take stories like this she could write a story a day i could cover multiple stories every day on this show just about this topic i actually spare the audience and spare myself from covering this shit i i read these articles by the way anyway like i still go out and read them and i still go out and you know because i'm finding material for the show right i see these articles every day every day and the ones i normally don't cover it's stuff like this because i'm like I, I i i can i can only tell you how i feel about this so many times agreed i don't have a joke i have some poignant thing to say that's gonna change your mind if if it's one of these motherfuckers that's out here that's killing motherfuckers and attacking women and shit they not listening to this show to be like you know now that rod said it you know i don't know what to say other than get the fuck away from these motherfuckers you can't help them and they will kill you and you shouldn't feel bad about about being like yeah i'm out and i don't want to die because you can't help yourself i, I don't want to do that you know um but yeah sad obviously but yeah he he misled the public to believe she was killed because she gave money to panhandlers despite smith giving nature she aligned herself with a man who only knew how to take from her eventually costing her life black women can no longer afford to rescue wounded black men yes some of us eventually pay with our lives but these interactions have cost us so much more in the interim we're not just rescuing our intended we're rescuing our brothers our fathers our downtrodden male friends we're who they call when they need a place to crash we're who they call when they need a couple of dollars to payday we're who they call when the money they abandon us for to, uh the women that the people they abandon us for turn their backs we're who they call when the rest of humanity is refusing to recognize their value of their lives we're always who black men call when they've been wounded 
why is it that black women are always everyone's first pick as the savior but not worthy of uh but worthy to no one of being saved we're just as disenfranchised as our male counterparts serving a parallel sentence in this country of, of our kidnapping why aren't we worthy of the support that is demanded of us if this is the trajectory we're going to continue to head down one where we knowingly risk our lives for bragging rights and close call survival stories ignoring the red flags and warning signs while cutting ourselves trying to piece together our people's shards i want off this ride i want off the ride black women at some point we have to choose life uh our own and regardless of the social backlash that comes with saying my survival is more important than your rehabilitation it needs to be said repeatedly because it's true prior to the arrest of ron jermaine bell black men responded to the death of miss sadie roberts and i remember this and i saw this in real time and i didn't even know what to say because it's so fucking it was so fucking predictable and transparent and so obvious but yeah uh, i'll go on to re- finish this off this is the last paragraph there was talk of protest and uh yeah they responded to her death with rage there was talk of protest and retribution anything to see the assumed white supremacist responsible for her death brought to justice but when baton rouge police announced that they had arrested bell an african-american man for suspicion of the murder of miss sadie roberts joseph um black men responded with dismissal and denial they went from being fully behind law enforcement to questioning their motives oh why the why the cops blaming this black man i mean shit but y'all was just a second ago if the cops would have said it was a white dude y'all would have been like mm-hmm, they did it they diverted energy and attention to baseless conspiracies arguing that she was killed by the united states government to keep her from opening her museum a museum that she opened almost 20 years ago so apparently government owns a time machine it wasn't that fiction was more believable than fact it was that acknowledging the facts surrounding miss sadie's death would require a level of accountability that coddled men do not possess and men who lack accountability lack the capacity for change with that said if we do not disrupt the pattern on our end and discontinue the buffet of unconditional support and sacrifice we cannot expect people who are intentional on emptying us to suddenly decide they've had their fill black women are worth protecting worth preserving and certainly worth saving who better equipped to save us than ourselves and that's the whole piece but uh yeah i read that and i thought that's valid as fuck Mm mm-hmm you know um especially when in light like um in light of uh that recent tragedy of this man killing this woman and watching it was crickets people don't talk about this shit Mm -mm. that shit went from we need to find out who did it to it's like nobody did it you don't hear no follow-up stories ain't nobody talking about well let's how do we address this violence now it's back to it's just like when white men shoot up something Mm -hmm. now now it's a fucking one-off anecdotal thing fuck the stats about three times more likely to be killed fuck that shit that's an epidemic you know but fuck that we now we offer that okay he just one random crazy nigga you never know crazy people if a white dude would have did it we would say white supremacist is terrorist you know so i it, you know like i said and i'm not saying this to be like you know the single out black men is pathologically worse i honestly do feel like um the problem is when you talk about black and brown anything they are the least protected and the least recognized in our government mm-hmm. and that that goes for black men too that goes mm-hmm. for black men too and so what happens is we go well since we're part of that group that is not protected and not recognized we cannot harm anybody or any harm that we do 
we can deflect onto the fact that we have oppression mm-hmm. and that's not within the auspices of the community that's not true Mm-mm. within the auspices of the community we can't be killing our own people and then be like but you can't hold me accountable i'm a black man you can't take that out on me you know but that's the that's the situation i do think a lot of it's from coddling mm-hmm. you know it's it's from that like you're the real my whole life every like charity type event that i've been involved in that's like a uh even the academic achievement stuff i was in it was always pointed out that i was a black male as if somehow that was more valuable than the many many more many times black women in those same achievement classes Mm -hmm. my story was seen as the success story that was like the crowning achievement like oh we got a black man in here now we're talking meanwhile sisters in there and you know who would be the main ones clapping them same sisters yes sir like yeah we only got four black men in this program thank god you know oh they made it Woo, good for you what can i do to help you you know what i mean you know and i and i do understand that uh with academic achievement and um incarceration gaps and stuff i do understand when people make this argument that like well black men face a different type of oppression in certain areas yeah they do but so do black women right right so so it's it's not like there's some sort of oppression that that uh is limiting us but wouldn't be would not affect the black women and black family units that are attached to us it affects us all and yet somehow it's it's uh man what was that what was that show it's a raisin in the sun it's, it's, it's that shit it's still the same shit all this time later it's still the same i'm a black man i can be ta- i can have tantrums i can be violent mm-hmm. and your job as a black woman is to rely on me and support me period never make me feel bad about this shit the world already made me feel bad enough well what does the world make black women feel like and that's and that and for the most part i'm assuming everybody listening for the most part think i'm only talking about cis head stuff too so that's before you get to other levels of marginalization within the group so it's i don't know man it's i read that and i didn't have anything to add to what she had to say other than she right and I, I you know i hate to even fucking have to say something like that but she right how can you if somebody came to a conclusion like we just talked about alton sterling right mm-hmm. alton sterling is uh convicted of sexual uh, i think sexual assault of a minor or something like i remember when he got killed and there were like some black women was like yeah not him you know i don't know what you do with that <laughs> you know because we still i still saw those women get chastised i'm like you got to support these brothers and shit and it's like okay do we, do we don't really demand that support for everybody no we don't and uh i don't know if you said it or somebody said it if uh the push for equality for particularly black people uh it it, it will end when if and when black women say fuck it i'm not marching no more i'm not showing up you're not getting another fucking dime from my black ass if black women actually as a mass say fuck y'all i'm out and not be the backbone because because that's the thing black women are the backbone of a lot of shit and black women will actually 
knowingly do the work and it actually will allow black men to be the face right because of patriarchy right uh and they'll let them take all the credit and everything because you know black women are for women particularly straight women are forced to always um put me in first put me in first put me in first put your brother first put your brother first put your brother like you always been forced to to put them first you know even and we've talked about this before even the way children are raised uh, most uh, you know studies have been shown parents are hard on girls you actually have more chores you're expected to clean up you're expected to wash dishes you're expected to fold clothes you're expected to do those things boys aren't all quote-unquote always expected to do that sometimes you have some parents that be like fuck it everybody gonna know how to do everything because i'm not raising no children to go out here that don't know how to be self-sufficient but what happens is that the average household does not do that then you have this this little boy that grows up to be a man that has the same expectations that he wants to a woman and and he wants to marry her and he wants her to be his mama i'm not your mama you know he wants you to quote unquote do everything and baby him and take care of him that's not my job i'm supposed to be your helpmate or your help meek i'm not supposed to be here to take care of you you know and it's funny though when you sit back and you uh uh get into the the nuts and the bolts and the nitty-gritty women are coming to a relationship and we're supposed to all we're supposed to have it all together mm-hmm. men are supposed to be a fucking mess and my job is to quote unquote raise this man i mean raise this boy to be a man you know, and, and I'm not knocking this, but so many men praise their women and their wives and their girlfriends for helping them to mature to be a man. Why? Because black girls are taught, we, we're forced to mature at a very, 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 very early age. We have shit put on us as children that boys are allowed to just kind of be free to an extent. And then, yes, it's hard for them too. I'm not saying that it's equal, but little girls are forced and they'll have the pressure on them at a really, really early age. Don't get pregnant. Don't let boys touch you. Act this way. Close your legs. You, you know, do this, do that. You don't want nobody calling you a whore. You don't want nobody calling you a slut. Like, like it's, it's just, it's, it's almost like, anything you do quote unquote is bad for the family name you make us look bad now this boy can go out here and cut a whole fucking fool but he quote unquote don't make the family name look bad but a girl blink wrong she, she you know her skirt too short or whatever it is all of a sudden you have to deal with the backlash of of, of your elders and the people that's supposed to love you chastising you and making you question um just your body and your sexuality because me growing up not to get off topic i used to think my body was dirty i used to think sex was dirty because it's it's just one of those things where you just kind of just talk that that everything about you is quote-unquote wrong and nobody wants to even talk about you know those types of things when it when it comes to growing up and it's and it's funny when it like i said you come into a relationship my job is not to have an equal my job is to help you become my equal you know and a lot of people come to that expect women come into it expecting that and men come into it expecting that but you know what it is nothing wrong you have a generation of women now and i applaud them for that this like um listening to what you read it's like i want to come in a relationship i want a whole man because a man want a whole woman he want a woman that can cook and clean and do all this other shit and he don't have to put no work in it well it's interesting you put it in the terms of like relationship right because i think she's more talking about just like your brothers and sisters like brothers your father like everybody correct like not even just like your partner romantically but there's an expectation even when we're friends Mm -hmm. i'm the man i i'm the one who you're here to help me you know and i think that's a male privilege thing i don't think it's specific to black men Mm -mm. 
i think what is specific to black men is only the excuse right the excuse of i get to do this because i'm oppressed no accountability yeah like you i can't be accountable to you because i look life is hard for me you know that's the only thing that's specific to black men patriarchy pretty much goes throughout every uh every culture mm-hmm. and you know ours included so yeah I, I, and i think she has a point of just like the idea that as a boy as a man you're cishet you're taught to take Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right. You're not taught to, and that's why you have a lot of men, uh, boys grow up not trying to find. They don't have no compassion. They don't know right. how to communicate. Girls are forced to use their words. We don't, you know, don't fight. Use your words. Use your words. Talk. You know, most little girls are taught, particularly straight girls, are taught to have a range of emotions. We are right. forced to have a range of emotions, and you know, well, well, y'all are limited. Correct y'all the things they take from from girls is that you can have the emotions except for anger uh you know like there's certain things are like nah girls don't get to be that and boys get to be the opposite you know it's why you know we talked about gender reveals but it's why gender as a concept is such a fucked up prism to put uh to look at everything through like like you you putting people in these boxes and being like this is what should define you so you're a girl you don't get to be angry you don't get to be sad you have to be, yeah you need to be, to be nice you, get, you know or whatever you're a boy you don't get to be sad you get to be angry though you do get to be angry like so you know we have all this different shit but we are as boys we're definitely taught to take from the women in our lives like your mother is supposed to cook for you and then you're spending you spend the rest of your life looking for a mother and then the things that we're supposed to provide for women i think you know as black men it's harder to provide those things right because how can i protect you i can't protect myself right and then we but i think a lot of cases men basically black men will go well even sans all that shit you still need to give me everything (laughs) like you still i'm still demanding your allegiance to me despite not really being able to bring the same things to the table the protection and stuff which shouldn't be a problem if you looked at it as equals mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a fucking problem if you said look we are in this shit together things are fucked up for both of us and we're gonna do our best with me and you and the family to work our way through this and, and, and that- but instead it's uh we're in this i'm still the boss you're second in command and we're gonna do the best for you to support me to help me get through this and i will trickle down this shit to you too yeah and 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 that's the thing that makes you frustrated because kind of piggybacking on her conversation it's draining enough to deal with this from your mate right but imagine like most black women every single solitary man you almost fucking come in contact with has this same expectation of you and that's when the shit becomes tiresome right. a lot of times every friend and your father your brother every man you come in contact with you expect you to give this unlimited amount of energy and nobody can deal with that and then when a woman is like mad and angry and bitter and i understand it and it's like fuck y'all niggers and actually mean it mm. and like a heart, um, heart, but go ahead. <laughs> i'm tired of y'all 
you know and and the thing is once you start exercising no that's when men get mad once you're like no i i I, know i'm not giving you no money no i'm not helping you no i'm not helping you pay no bail no i'm not helping you pay your child support nigga you got it you put yourself in that situation you handle it and they act like you have big fucking betrayed them yeah i mean we've seen what happened when black women say no i i die from saying no you've seen we've seen the results man like it's like i said man i am not uh knocking this woman at all Mm -mm. and i looked at the comments of her article and i think it just proves her point because there's so many people that were if you listen to that article and you got mad because you heard a black woman centering herself and her emotions and her safety and her sanity first then that's the problem right but isn't that the fucking issue because we are used to hearing black men center themselves and put ourselves first and the you know there's, there's brothers putting out videos crying over bill cosby having to go to jail you know what i'm saying like th- like we are centering us first and that's just the default it's just what we know it's what we were raised up to be is you know i'm not telling i'm not saying uh it's all black men's fault or every mm-hmm. black man is choosing this shit i really do feel like patriarchy is fucked up white supremacy is fucked up <laughs> yes it is and of course it has fucked us up all of us you know and and for the record women are not blameless in this because a lot of times women are the ones that coddle the dudes like we right like it's a cycle that infects the entire group of people and people play different roles within it you know and we all hopefully wake hopefully you wake up to the shit and go this is my part in this i'm out right right you know and and it's a generational thing because you have some of the younger generation going fuck that and some of the older women going well you, this is the hill you're supposed to die on they're like i'm not that's I'm, I'm not doing that man i don't know if it's even generational i think some of the older generation tired of that shit too yeah that's you see a lot of the aunties living their best motherfucking life because they said fuck this shit i don't i'm not centering my life around finding occupying and being occupied by some nigga yeah that's why you see people get divorced older and the next thing you know she she on instagram twitter and facebook having the best fucking time of her life because that nigga was weighing her out and weighing her down right so i don't know man it's like i said it's just i feel her on that shit you know and i think people pick the relationship part of it but it's it's really not just a relationship thing i think it's a a, a life thing there's right. friends that like that there's co-workers like that there's yeah, uh fraternity and, sis- and sorority sisters like that like a lot of our dynamic church a lot of the dynamics of our community are set up in this gendered shit and in each time each each role is like yeah i'm expecting women to do this work for me you know mm-hmm. uh, i see where i'm almost at the break real quick i'm gonna pause it mm all right uh now we're in the next session um but yeah that was uh i don't know we probably picked all the meat off of that bone but Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i definitely understood what she was saying and i think uh go ahead i'm sorry no no problem me too and the thing is when people write articles like this the comments will actually just justify why she had to write the article yeah that's what i I, yeah that's what i said like i like i couldn't even imagine comments up underneath that article yeah and it was on madame noir you know and it's just everything except some accountability man i don't know it's like the only time you really hear black men admit we got problems is when like a prominent black man is killed by another black man then we'll go you know what man we really need to work with our own issues um but i i still remember 
and it's very after cute. nipsey after nipsey got killed i still remember people like being upset that like jamel hill brought up toxic masculinity in that moment because mm-hmm. everybody thinks toxic masculinity is just how we treat women but it's like mm-hmm. nah it's the thing inside of you that says i will kill this nigga because he don't agree with me or he called me a name or like i can't live with that and more importantly he can't live with that right that is it but they don't give a fuck about reading that or any of that stuff like they they just completely get into like it's everything except you know what was me they get into what was me immediately so um but yeah man that that's that's sad Mm -hmm. um I'm, uh, I'm glad we talked about that because like i said i've been seeing that article foot around but mm-hmm. i hadn't had a chance to actually sit down and read it yeah i'm i mean yeah you know um yeah I, some of the comments i think this article is misguided and dangerous you can always find an example to back any point but it remains <laughs> but it remains an example not the norm where is the responsibility on the part of black women what strong secure mental stable person do you know will allow a man any man to treat her negatively and then stay with them until they kill them many of these black women so in a situation where someone kills someone in a relationship it's still the woman's fault someone is a murderer one of them is a murderer and the other person got murdered and we're like what were you doing uh, hanging around this guy that that, that murdered you mm-hmm um many of these black women who become victims by the way keep in mind they murder you when you leave by the way a lot of people don't know this right you have a higher chance of dying when you be like "Ah, fuck it i'm out and that's somehow still a black woman's fault somehow in this person's mind they thought this would be a good thing to write on this post this is 12 hours ago i'm not excusing any of the black men in this article pertains to but i beg but yes you are though because you're saying it's black women's fault for being there to die uh many of the black women who become victims of black male violence have low self-esteem because caused by many issues including racism i'm not excusing any black men this article pertains to but i beg the question what woman in her right mind in quotes will tolerate the kind of men you mentioned and then anytime you bring up like a situation they're gonna be like well that woman wasn't in the right mind the problem is bigger than what is being discussed um well she did bring up the actual stats that so fuck your stats she these weren't all that's why i said when i was reading the article i said yes yeah, she's bringing up anecdotal examples but you have to understand she also quoted the stat three times more likely three times more likely yeah, people don't care now. we want all the white privilege shit none of the motherfucking other shit right none of the other measurements do we want to talk about just that white privilege like i would like to be able to get away with crimes uh what you mean i'm not supposed to be killing people uh that's some bullshit that's white people shit uh, the problem is bigger uh-huh. than what is being discussed and the article exempts black women and other forces from responsibility how the fuck am i responsible for okay yeah because black women anything that happens in the black community is the black women's fault you ain't know that um just imagine this for a second now if you're a straight black man listening to this or whatever right and you're upset imagine someone writing the same thing about i don't know race like a cop kills alton sterling and then they go yeah i mean but it's really black people's fault for you know selling loose cigarettes or hanging out in front of 7-eleven i mean you know there's they until black the black people take responsibility for the cops killing them i mean who's even around cops you know cops kill people and you still around doing stuff out out there where cops might come we would be like get your racist ass out my face yeah because 
you know racism is quote-unquote something that all of us understand right and we would expect black women to march for it yes we would um our enemy is not each other it's the lack well you know what when you're killing me it feels kind of like it is yes sir yeah uh, uh it's the lack of self-esteem of black women and black men and the lack of opportunity and constant assault on black men all caused by century of racism and oppression it's literally the exact thing i just said before we even read any of this the well we're oppressed so i mean you just gotta deal with it sometimes you know i try to be funny we don't want to hear your excuses i'm sorry sometimes it's like nigga i'm black too and now what well let's take it to the logical extent what that person is saying is once black men become white men then they won't be killing your ass so we just need to get the oppression and the racism fixed and then we'll work on what we do to you then we'll fix that the thing the two unfixable things that we know ain't never gonna happen Mm-mm. when we get to the mountaintop of that shit then we'll look at how we treat black women and we'll figure it out um so yeah the, the comment section is is pretty much trash right um and a whole lot of the fake the platitudes of look man i just love everybody look everybody should be happy don't you know like that shit uh all right all right all right that a hundred from jacaris jacaris i i'm i'm very fucked with by this conversation i try not to bring it up on the show too much i try not to i don't want to just be a debbie ass downer nigga and bring this shit up all the time but my mind hasn't changed on any of this shit Mm -hmm. like um and i say that full well being like and i understand the oppression that i experience as a black man but it's not a fucking get out of jail free card no it's not people use this shit for rich black niggas like well r kelly and racism like so it's a get out of jail free card for everything bill cosby the pound cake speech nigga is him too no one goes to jail ever Mm-mm, just like ain't nobody racist shit all right um (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was a big tangent all right uh let's get into um guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one gay show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is racist all right the first one guys um a man has been sentenced to 20 days in jail after slapping little caesar's manager over pizza toppings oh shit was it the wrong topping uh i mean i i guess I mean, it was the wrong topic i mean he walk in with like pizza pizza smack <laughs> right like to give you a piece of my mind uh you know what topping this gonna have on it some beef after i slept your ass <laughs> a livonia man has been arrested for assaulting a little caesar's manager out all because he was unhappy with his pizza the attack was caught on camera you can see how she was smacked right across the face oh he smacked the woman the irate customer first called to complain about his pizza but even after he was told he could get a refund or a new pizza he showed up at little caesar's even more upset the that irate customer called the cop uh i mean wait i've been doing this for 12 years not a day in my life i've never had a customer backlash out at me that bad especially of a five dollar pizza said kelsey beckwith come on cheap ass pizza 
she still can't believe what happened to her earlier this month at the livonia little caesars where she works as a manager police say joseph thorpe uh is the man who got mad that his pizza had italian seasoning on it instead of parmesan uh he got so mad he returned to the store and slapped back with right across the face wow <laughs> what because he knew he could what yeah if that was a man he wouldn't have put his hands on him uh, might be right might be right yeah he uh, did it because it's a woman i don't care you i'm not yeah yeah i might be wrong but fuck that you did it because it was a woman that was a man in there you still might have showed your ass but guess what you'd, you'd probably had a fist fight uh possibly he probably would try to hit a man with a weapon or punch him in the face right uh through his pizza on it. yeah the slap is so disrespectful dog right. the, 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 i remember one time i was playing basketball and this dude slapped this dude and then the dude the, the dude who got slapped beat him up y'all it's been years i only remember that slap i don't remember that beat up <laughs> like he got beat up for that shit but i just like the balls of you to slap a grown with an open man hand. in his motherfucking face what like if i'm gonna get beat up let me slap the nigga first so y'all at least be like yo he slapped the shit out of him he got his ass whipped over he deserved that ass whooping, but boy did you see that slap like the slap will go viral <laughs> the ass whooping won't but the slap they'll be like yo he slapped the shit out of that motherfucker though <laughs> like a slap he molly whopped him all up and down the gym the audacity of slapping a nigga it's open-handed it's so it's so fucked up that's why pimps did it because it's psychological they slap mm-hmm. you instead of punch you in your face slap like damn he's slapping with the back of their hand there's no respect on that Mm-mm. i'm supposed to just come back and be around here like it's normal right i'm supposed to show my face at this basketball court again anyway uh police say joseph thorpe is the man who got so mad that his pizza had italian season on instead of parmesan that he returned to the store and slapped back with right across the face threw his pizza on the counter told me he was going to beat everyone's butt in the store i got my co-worker to call the police because he was threatening everyone i was getting ready to refund his money and next thing you know i turned back towards him and he legit stepped into it brought his hand back as far as he could and slapped the crap out of me oh under the jail seconds later on not on nine nine one one call you can hear back with screaming in pain when you see the violence used against this manager this female manager who was trying to make things right really incomprehensible said captain ron tag of livonia police beckwith says customers and co-workers helped off the crown and got her ice for her cheat damn we slapped it to the crown one of the customers got the license plate of the car thorpe took off in it wasn't registered to him but police were able to track him down um you know what else is wild about this shit like you really drove up there just to slap you didn't get no pizza was you even hungry Mm-mm. i think he just wanted to slap somebody yes i mean i heard the food being so good you'll slap your mama but this is new witnesses did an extremely good job taking a pic of the license plate then we had to work from there the police the people we interviewed were not cooperative good combo of old and new detective work also oh, these it turned the first 48 these motherfuckers ain't want to help wow that's some bullshit uh thorpe was charged with assault and battery he was sentenced to 20 days behind bars beckwith says she's no longer in pain she definitely is more on guard at work there's no reason to be hitting someone especially a dude hitting a female of a five dollar pizza talk things out before anything gets to that level mm-hmm. karen guess the race of joseph thorpe joseph thorpe was he white and uh yeah maybe that shit on video too oh i will sue the fuck out of you I'll uh sue you. put your fucking hands on me while i'm at goddamn work let's oh, check dude. the chat room witnesses didn't cooperate with the police black 
he ain't trying that shit in papa john's black <laughs> white in lewis Thor- winthorpe uh the third voice a terrible awful negro black pizza was too spicy and not cheesy white white power slap a pimp named slick back black a white man who only had six dollars black white white as hell uh karen said white some of you guys said black the correct answer is and karen mm-hmm. you got it incorrect he's black some of you did get it right though let's see what this negro look like the kind of nigga that eat five dollars most easy is it showing mm, that's it might be a delay oh shit uh, I, yeah it's coming up okay yeah home it i'm going back i'm going back all right it should show it now but uh yeah I mean, he looked like he was struggling for some piece of pizza. He reached all the way across the fucking counter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he just wanted to hit that woman. Yep. He went all the way out there just to slap somebody. Like, and they was trying to do it, 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 it. And I'm pretty sure they wouldn't ask with him over the phone or nothing. They was trying to fix it. Right. And that's why. I, <laughs> I'm not gonna do a whole nother rant on it, but this is why I don't believe in people like when i'll talk about socialism and right. fucking it's capitalism and it's this and it's that and it's everything but man it's people people fucked up people that buy five dollar pieces at little Caesar are no more better morally than the richest motherfucker on the planet they all the same person it's just different circumstances if that motherfucker was rich he'd be an asshole and doing all kinds of more shit but the, the the core people if you work if you ever worked a job like this like me and karen have yeah dinner, you know people public, ain't shit general public is uh, terrible we do all this shit lot especially politicians do all this like blowing smoke up the like the the ass of the common person like it, these, these valiant then i'm like nigga they ain't shit either just split the shit evenly because everybody ain't shit just you know what I'm like? right let everybody be equally ain't shit because jesus these people uh let's see um how about uh how about no not this one let me do a different one okay a new york woman is facing charges for burglarizing homes of people attending funerals a bronx woman was indicted on (laughs) shout out to the bronx was indicted on wednesday on 22 criminal charges for allegedly burglarizing homes of grieving family members while they were attending their loved one's funeral what latonia shalicia stewart 26 is facing counts of burglary grand larceny criminal possession of stolen property petty larceny criminal mischief possession of burglars tools and three motor vehicle violations wait possessions of burglars tools is a law <laughs> you I didn't know that. The shit that, that, that that's hilarious this motherfucker got a crowbar like what, that's what a burglar's tool we're gonna charge for that shit too <laughs> yeah what count is burglar tool? <laughs> yeah like a lock pick uh like what what counts as burglar tools screwdriver you going no. to jail too we're gonna charge for that 
she's connected to six different burglaries that took place at homes located in rybrook corland scarsdale irvington austinning austinning and tarrytown uh between fall 2017 and spring 2018 abc7 new york reports that stewart allegedly conducted the crimes by finding obituaries of the deceased online then going through the effort of locating where their loved ones lived she then broke into the people's homes where they were attending the wake or funeral services of their dead family members the indictment says she reportedly would break windows and the glass doors using a mallet hammer to enter three homes where she would steal personal items like jewelry police said they noticed a trend of robberies tied to people who recently had relatives obituaries published detailing funeral information stewart was eventually caught may 1st 2018 when cops found her attempting to burglarize a dead person's home prosecutors said uh officials say the mallet hammer was found in the car when they arrested her the obituary of the deceased was reportedly found on stewart's phone her baby was also found in the backseat of her car with additional stolen property what the baby was still in two uh <laughs> stewart's return to court august 13 well karen guess the race of uh what was her name latonia shalicia stewart uh that that ba- the, the baby's uh name was on the house lead. <laughs> black okay i guess her i guess all her crimes have finally come to the end of the road Uh, this is why uh they tell people now a lot of people don't i'm surprised you don't put addresses in anymore they'll tell you to contact the family mm, yeah like for the addresses and shit like that because uh, people do that bullshit mm. that's gonna be so hard for her to say goodbye to her freedom uh new york yes! woman new york woman face uh, 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 all right let me check the chat room and see what their guesses are why is her picture not popping up mm-hmm, mm-hmm all right i'll see if i if it loads in the meantime but i'll read y'all let's see um uh go up i think i may have missed where you asked uh i think i did ask someone in the middle okay there. she had the baby stealing winch she had the baby stealing winch she is the president of the bronx branch of the hood rat shit club Aww. uh who rat shit <laughs> well her referring her uh, infant uh <laughs> everywhere we go we be breaking in come on <laughs> uh it's a family and family black excellence on display black a uh, black black a legend uh i can't pronounce the name black a nigger section eight black karen she got, got one okay damn hard r's uh what's happening black porch monkey ski mask negress right hell has a ghetto just for this one black this ain't black magic but she is black she is black uh yeah city girls <laughs> now black yeah hot girl some got hot girl funeral edition no anyway she she was black everybody said black was right uh let me see if i can uh, these goddamn pop-ups see if i can put this, put it on the screen for y'all uh, the pop-ups are killing me man i like hitting no thanks and then it's like no you won't give me your full name your address and we're gonna sign you up for a newsletter i'm like 
yeah just, just show the fucking picture of the woman no thanks how many times can i hit no thanks god damn it degree y'all are really can y'all see her face at all it's slowly coming up okay uh, uh yeah no thanks I, I see that okay yeah it's like that's her face kinda there you go anyway uh she was she's black no i don't want your email right all right let me uh go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one but can she make up for how terrible she's been doing i'm gonna cry what it was not even terrible i don't even know i said that uh it's not a hundred percent let's see a woman allegedly left a baby in a running car to take shots in a nightclub and hurl racial slurs at the cops oh shit man a lot of leaving babies in cars today what's going on with the world yeah hot girl summer for real (laughs) hot baby summer fuck them kids Nobody, nobody cares no more it's a hot baby summer yes oh, fuck man. your kids that's terrible hot babies in the cars hot car summer come on oh man the babies um <laughs> the poor babies a 26 year old texas mother was arrested sunday following an alleged allegedly racist tirade inside a bar she accused of drinking uh and while her infant was left unattended unattended in a running car outside an affidavit obtained by people alleged samantha vaughn a copperous co- of copperous cove was belligerent when confronted by officers inside trackside a nightclub in that city uh the affidavit further alleges vaughn resisted officers efforts to detain her shouting a racial epithet as she was placed in handcuffs you will not take my child and place her with a fucking uh epithet i wonder what that was I wonder what which one you think she said a jew <laughs> fucking jew okay okay all right the affidavit alleged she screamed at the arresting officers the officers the affidavit indicates did not charge her with resisting instead she was charged with abandoning or endangering a child with intent to return according to, that seemed like she got off line according to affidavit officers arrived at the club to find a running automobile instead they found vaughn's infant child in the vehicle's backseat police alleged alleged vaughn uh told them she had driven there to pick up her husband she allegedly told officers she used the bathroom before sitting down with her husband for two shots vaughn the affidavit alleged smelled strongly of alcohol investigators alleged in affidavit she refused to comply when they tried to take her into custody at one point she let herself fall to the floor she allegedly continued to thrash her body around yell and throw herself about inside the patrol car she allegedly smashed her forehead into a steel rail resulting in a noticeable wound it was unclear wednesday if she had entered a plea for the sole charge against her her attorney's information also unavailable karen guess the race of samantha vaughn white karen's going with white all right let's check the chat room and see what you guys will leave uh hot becky summer white white privilege reese witherspoon back at the bar hey her mom was waiting on a date to get some sausage white crackers right it was them crackers them crackers 
white white ugly white lady white white lady oh she did all that and get pepper white uh alive white <laughs> picking on her main meth money white she was married to her baby's father white oh black rob them crackers i am dying okay the correct answer is and karen said white mm-hmm. you're right he's she's white Uh, babies in cars what is happening this this summer mm-hmm. oh doing rugrat shit with my rugrat friends come on <laughs> i'm in the whole group um uh, but yeah Ooh, that's she her is tatted up. face tats and everything mother of the year Mm-mm-mm. and a white woman mm-hmm. so you know we can't blame her for anything that happens to her okay it's these low self-esteem black women that's the real problem according to the comment section uh all right yeah! let's <laughs> let's do sore ratchetness and get out of here see here an illinois man allegedly killed his mom with a sword before hiding her in a garbage can what white he was white illinois man is in charge of first degree murder after dead body of his mother was found in a garbage can inside his home on monday morning a park ridge police officer accompanied a social worker stopped at the home he must have put it out too late the garbage people must have already came by (laughs) they didn't pick up the trash Mm -hmm. in time um uh yeah so yeah they noticed debris scattered around the driveway um both the officer and social worker knew david christiniak christiniak 47 because he allegedly suffers from mental illness they thought the debris were unusual and decided to check in on the pair but there was no answer when they knocked on the door three hours later the officer and the social worker returned to the home as they parked their car david christian came out when the officer asked him how and where his mother was he invited the pair inside the house once inside the officer and the social worker noticed the home was in a state of disarray then they noticed a hammer and a sword as well as what looked like a hand sticking out of a large garbage can inside the can they found you the body she had apparently been stabbed to death with a sword Krishniak was arrested and later allegedly confessed to killing his mother police believe judith was killed sometime sunday night and that Krishniak allegedly tried to conceal the death by putting her body in the garbage can before a trash pickup on monday so he put it out too early karen oh too early okay cops came by too i thought it was too late cops came by too soon and uh he was like fuck i gotta wait till monday for yeah. trash pickup everything automated you know pe- people joke about it but the old school dude that actually come by and check to be sure ain't no dead bodies and babies they got rid of his ass so a machine just comes and dumps it but are they gonna pick up the fucking trash with a hand sticking out though i feel like they have people on the trash like you gotta look at the trash can before you put it in the truck i don't know i don't they hunter they done cut out was this a big ass machine to come pick it up dump it, and set that shit down i don't know if the man out there no more you know the two-man truck i don't know if they get the two-man truck no more <laughs> a three-man truck two in the front one in the back that was his job to be sure with no babies and dead old people in it y'all got rid of his ass and i guarantee you it's a bunch of dead people y'all ain't never gonna find out there dead people and the babies 
you are such an old country woman <laughs> you just morphed into a 90 year old country woman for no reason yeah let uh, go of people that was their job i love you <laughs> you too baby chris neck his mother have a good relationship had a good relationship police said yeah yeah i'm sure they had a good relationship up until you know the sword went through her and then it was not as good sounds like maybe they severed ties at that point (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm not even gonna play the sound Um, (laughs) they had lived together in the home for decades and were park ridge natives of motive remains unknown the chicago sun times reports he remains behind bars without bail and scheduled the next appearing court in august attorney's information was not available thursday wow that's scary as hell man mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. sorry to hear about that a lot of people with sword crimes man living with their parents and shit like mm-hmm. get the swords out the house if your kids still live with you come okay? on it's no need uh, we never read the other way around it's always the kids killing their parents right never the parents taking out the kids all right all right guys we'll be back um uh we'll be back tomorrow Must be books uh say what somebody said must be them comic books must have been must have been too many video games all right we'll be back tomorrow um until then i love you i love you too